0: It was about a mile from the tea shop to the school. Mike's first impression on arriving at the school grounds was of his smallness and insignificance. Everything looked so big. The buildings, the grounds, everything. He felt out of the picture. He was glad that he had met Wyatt. To make his entrance into this strange land alone would have been more of an ordeal than he would have cared to face. "'That's Wayne's,' said Wyatt, pointing to one of half a dozen large houses which lined the road on the south side of the cricket field. Mike followed his finger and took in the size of his new home. "'I say it's jolly big,' he said. "'How many fellows are there in it?' "'Only one this term, I believe.' "'That's more than there were at King Hall's.' What's king hall's the private school i was at at emsworth emsworth seemed very remote and unreal to him as he spoke they skirted the cricket field walking along the path that divided the two terraces the Riken playing fields were formed of a series of huge steps cut out of the hill at the top of the hill came the school On the first terrace was a sort of informal practice ground, where, though no games were played on it, there was a good deal of punting and drop-kicking in the winter and fielding practice in the summer. The next terrace was the biggest of all and formed the first eleven cricket ground, a beautiful piece of turf, a shade too narrow for its length, bounded on the terrace side by a sharply sloping bank some fifteen feet deep, and on the other by the precipice leading to the next terrace. At the far end of the ground stood the pavilion, and beside it a little ivy-covered rabbit hutch for the scorers. Old Rikinians always claimed that it was the prettiest school ground in England. It certainly had the finest view. From the veranda of the pavilion you could look over three counties." Wayne's house wore an empty and desolate appearance. There were signs of activity, however, inside and a smell of soap and warm water told of preparations recently completed. Wyatt took Mike into the matron's room, a small room opening out of the main passage. This is Jackson, he said. Which dormitory is he in, Miss Payne? The matron consulted a paper. He's in yours, Wyatt. Good business. Who's in the other bed? There are going to be three of us, aren't there? Ferrera was to have slept there, but we have just heard that he is not coming back this term. He has had to go on a sea voyage for his health. Seems queer, anyone actually taking the trouble to keep Ferrera in the world, said Wyatt. I've often thought of giving him rough on rats myself. Come along, Jackson, and I'll show you the room. They went along the passage and up a flight of stairs. Here you are, said Wyatt. It was a fair-sized room. The window, heavily barred, looked out over a large garden. I used to sleep here alone last term, said Wyatt, but the house is so full now they've turned it into a dormitory. "'I say, I wish those bars weren't here. "'It would be rather a rag to get out of the window onto that wall at night "'and hop down into the garden and explore,' said Mike. Wyatt looked at him curiously and moved to the window.